with another. Merhaba. Merhaba. Welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Ashley. I'm Kristen. And this week or today, we're talking about Bayanlish, volume 12. And I'm just going to give a quick little hi, hello, hoşgeldiniz to all of our new followers. Uh, We got quite the influx yesterday. Yeah. And these last couple weeks have been crazy. Like, I I know. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, we like are so overwhelmed. I don't even like it's, know what to say other yeah. than thank you. Yeah. So big, huge thank you to you guys. Yeah. I we, just can't even believe it. I can't either. I We just appreciate you guys so much. And again, I know we say this and it probably sounds like we don't even mean it, but we really do mean it. Like we can't believe there are people who not only like to listen to us, but then more people find us and are like, hey, we like listening to you. And mm-hmm. It's a very weird phenomenon. So yeah, just thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, for anyone who's new and just joining us, like we we hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy uh, going on this journey with us between these two shows. Yep, absolutely. So, do you have anything? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Just, yeah, just the big thanks to everybody. Okay, so before we get started, uh, got you guys. I'm going to put Ashley on the spot because she's been refusing for three days now. <laughs> you know what's so <laughs> funny is that I was just thinking about it this morning because I had like 10 minutes left to watch of this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know and where I'm going. I do. Kristen's making me choose. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> listen. Listen. So in our Facebook group, there has been an ongoing – it's not even an argument because – that's just not what we do in there. But right. there are a certain number of people led by um, their caption, captioned, captained by Giselle. And I have started dubbing them Team Scissors because they love all the cutoff sleeve looks of mm-hmm. Osger's character in By Yonlish or just John Yaman in general. But specifically, we're talking about Osger. Yeah. And I prefer him in like the long button like long sleeve button down where it's like only like the bottom like three buttons are buttoned and the rest of it's completely open and he and it's like fitted around his sleeves but it's rolled up to his elbows so I'm team sleeves and Giselle has been team scissors so I had a poll running in our group to see who the ultimate team was and let me tell I'm gonna be completely honest I truly thought I was in the minority I did not think I had a chance in heck to win this competition, but there are a lot of you who are on team sleeves, but Ashley won't choose one, you guys. <laughs> because honestly, how can you expect me to choose? How can you expect me to choose between John and anything? I like I I will take him with sleeves, I will take him without sleeves, I will take him no shirt. Thank you very much. <laughs> So what's funny, too, is this morning, Tudors, the company he's doing the campaign with right now, yeah, just posted a shirt where he's only got the shirt on on one side. Like, he's got the arm in, almost like he's getting dressed. I saw that. And it, so, so it's, it's like, like <laughs> the perfect compromise. I was like, is John in our group lurking? And he's like, let me he post knows. this for Kristen and Giselle because he here – Here's one half of me completely sleeveless, <laughs> the other half of me with an unbuttoned long sleeve top. But I was like, that's it. I'm putting Ashley on the spot on the podcast and making her making her choose team sleeves or team scissors. 
Okay, so I was doing some very thorough research. <laughs> As you should when making an informed decision. Uh-huh, absolutely. Hashtag and science. <laughs> yes, for science. This is all for very scientific research. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some research and I was watching the episode for today's recording and I think I have to choose team no sleeves. What? (laughs) Because I was just looking on that thread Mm -hmm. where everybody is making their case for sleeves or sleeveless. Right. I... I was just generally more affected by Sleeveless John. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the scientific method, so. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I was like, well, I guess there's the answer that I, I'm i sorry, I'm team no sleeves. So on the podcast team, you've got one of each, you guys. You've got <laughs> one team sleeves and one team no sleeves. So Giselle, ladies, <laughs> I'm officially part of your crew. Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't trying to force you to choose my side. I was just – No, you just wanted me to choose. Trying to force you to choose. Because she was like, this is chaos. You have to choose something. Otherwise, this is how mutiny happens. It is. <laughs> because then other people were like, well, I'm not choosing either then. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyways, yeah. it was a lot of fun. So I just thought I'd throw it out there to any of our listeners. I'm curious. What do you prefer? Do you prefer sleeveless John slash Osger? Or are you like me where you appreciate the the fitted sleeve over the biceps to uh, accentuate the highlights of his chiseled features? And, and maybe it's a matter of like chest versus arms mm-hmm. because mm. like with the sleeves – his um, his clavicles and his chest are a lot more highlighted, but sleeveless, Very his shoulders and his arms are a lot more highlighted. So maybe that's the breakdown here. Mm, that's a good point. Again, this is very scientific. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm down with this hypothesis, though. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, well, good. I'm glad you finally made a decision. Congratulations. Mm, I'm very you. proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, also, I did have something. Oh, okay. Because, so we did the whole big breakdown of the astrological signs, but I was like, where does everybody find this information? And thank you so much to one or a couple of our listeners who wrote in and told us that, duh, the one place that I didn't bother to to look at Mm -hmm. is the actual... Fox. show website yeah. on Fox. So <laughs> if you guys are interested in what everybody's signs are, you can go on the Fox website. If you go on, uh, if you use Google Chrome, you can actually, um, it'll real time translate it for you. Yes, I Google love translate. it. Yeah. So thank you, you guys, for pointing out where I should have automatically tried to look for this information, mm-hmm. but didn't. I scoured everything else. I scoured all the social media, but not the actual website. So thank you. Yes. Thank you guys so much for helping us out. We put a call out and you answered and we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I think that is – I think that's it. I just was like, I'm going to force her to choose today. (laughs) So strong-armed me. I did. Congratulations. I'm I'm putting the pressure on. (laughs) So uh, if that's it, then we can – 
start talking about this episode. And um, and then we have a listener email and another message that just gave some good thoughts about the last few episodes of Beyond Lash. So I wanted to share those at the end too because they were some really great thoughts. Awesome. Uh, so let's get started. Okay. So we start off with the big bad reveal, um, as I called it. <laughs> I like <Okay>. it. <laughs> so – we get the scene again where um, Osgur finds out that Tolga is Ezgi's boss, and he also finds out that Tolga owns the property that his restaurant is leased out of. So bad things all around, and Osgur is not happy. <laughs> um, Understandably so. Yeah, this whole moment is super tense. He's like, "What's your problem? Why? Why can't you leave me alone?" I do have to say, though, man, translations sometimes are a gift because (laughs) I was watching this and it's like this really intense moment Mm -hmm. and Oscar is so mad. (laughs) Oh, he's seething. Like, so mad. He gets violent and I can't even get upset about it. I'm like, listen, I don't condone violence, but I condone violent Oscar. Right? And Esgi's like, Wait, what's going on? What's the problem? And Osgur's like, you know, all the problems that we had with the permission for the restaurant and all of the license issues, it's all because of this rascal. <laughs> Where did you watch? Did you watch? I watched it on Turk Flick. <laughs> and it was like, Turk Flick rascal is not the appropriate word in this situation. Yeah, because wasn't it bleeped out? So clearly. It was yes. worse than the There was a bunch words. of stuff bleeped out, but the translations were all like, this guy or this dude or <laughs> – At one point, it did say – one translation said this bastard yes. after – But yes. it's like everything but else – But like you chose not to use that word. You said you chose to use rascal. Rascal. <laughs> so I really <sighs> loved that. Um but yeah, he's just fed up. He wants him to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, they yeah, they bleeped out a bunch of stuff. He slams him against a wall at one point. He like chokes him at one point. He like has his hands yeah. around his neck, like because as all this is happening, there's you know two and twos getting put together. As he's like, that's why I was called, you know, and offered a job. Like I didn't actually get this job on my yes. own merit. Um, so I was totally wrong because I think it was last week when I said, oh, maybe this will be a point of tension. Like, um, you know, she'll think like, oh, it's a coincidence. But but I just love that as soon as Osger told her, oh, no, this guy's been the source of all of our problems. She immediately was like, OK, and believed him. Wasn't yep. just like, you know, no, I got this job on my own. And, you know, I think you might be overreacting and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't want him to beat him up or anything. No. But she she understands why he's upset and she yes. doesn't get upset at him for feeling that way, which is so great. Absolutely. So, yeah. And basically, Esgi's like – she basically says like, well, yeah, I'm going to quit this job. And it's funny because Oscar's like, well, honey, of course you are. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like – He's a piece of crap. Of course, you're not going to continue to work for him. Yeah. Um, but then Tolga pulls out the ace he has quite literally up his sleeve because he yeah. like whips out this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And now we find out – well, we kind of knew before. We got an inkling last week. But 
this is exactly why he hired Esgi, not just to get under Osger's skin, but to basically make it look like she has been siphoning information from his business to Osger and or other competitors Mm -hmm. on Osger's behalf. So the irony here is that Tolga actually does have his own ladybug as we learned what that was last week. Yes. But he basically created a situation where it looks like Esgi is being Osger's ladybug. Yeah. But isn't it funny? Do you remember that we noticed, we took note of the fact that when she was doing her training and everything, they were mm-hmm. like, okay, here's your password and your username. And they specifically said that in yep. that scene. Yep. And both of both of us actually noticed it. Yep. And – Come to find out, surprise, surprise, this is coming back around and there are bad things happening because yep. of it. Yep. So oh, – and Sorry, oh, another, no. another yeah. thing. Thanks to our Turkish lessons, something I noticed because mm-hmm. at one point the translations say that Oscar is telling Tolga to just get out. Mm-hmm. But do you know what he says? Did you notice what he says? Does he say chick? No, he says defol. And if you remember from our lesson, our our Turkish teacher told us that telling somebody defol is like, like f off, like get out, like oh, in a really rude way. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's not as intense as like f off, but it's like a really rude way to say. It's like, worse than just saying go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I heard that and I was like, oh, <laughs> dang. Well, shout out to Mahmoot Bay. Yes, to shake it at him. <laughs> Um, dang. Yeah. Well, and honestly, that seems like the only appropriate way to kick him out at this point. Right. Because I know I said this last week and probably the week before or however long ago since we've met Tolga. That actor is doing a phenomenal job at playing his part because oh my he gosh, yeah. skeeves me out so much. He's and there, such a creep. There was a point, and when we get to that scene, I'll say which one it was. I had a very visceral reaction to what he did. Like, yeah. Like, I, even though it was just happening on screen, like, I had a phys- physical response to it. And it, ugh, it yep. just totally creeped me out. So, yeah. Anyhow, all that to be said, um, you know, Osger starts to strangle him. Esgi's like, you know, Osger, don't, don't, don't. Tolga plays the victim. Poor me since childhood. You've yeah. always done this to me. And he kind of tries to, quote, warn Esgi, like, he uses women and throws them away. Like, you're just another notch on his belt type of a thing. You're yeah. going to be sad. Um, and then Osger punches him in the face and <laughs> Tolga finally leaves. Yeah. So I don't remember which one of them asks Eamson. It's probably Esgi <laughs> because poor uh, yeah. Osger is just a wreck. Yeah. But, yeah. So they, they leave as well. And then – I kind of forgot this happened near the end of last episode. We pick so up we pick up where we left off in uh, Bursa. Hi, Zuzu. <laughs> we pick up where we left off in uh, Bursa, right? And uh, Fitna and Savim have gone to see Naveen and um, Unal. And, but right now, it's just still part of Fitna's plan. Like, let's make nice with you know, her parents so that basically we can appear as though we're in support of this relationship because if we look like we're in support of this relationship, then it's going to be that much easier to get inside of it and basically tear it apart from the inside out. Right. So 
it, you know, these aren't real apologies happening or anything like that. But um, I will say I was quite pleasantly surprised by where we wound up at the end of this episode. Me too. With them. Um, So about time. Yeah, totally agree. So we pan over to John, Sue, and Levant. They're at work holding hands. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're public. It's official. People are congratulating them. And then yeah. we find out that one of the secretaries or receptionists at the hospital is actually a spy for Levant's ex. So she's, yeah. like, feeding her all this information about, you know, the two of them. The fact that they're engaged. She's like, oh, did, so you didn't know that she had a ring. Oh, well, that's new information for you. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So um, they're – that will kind of keep developing as we go. But we switch back over and Esgi is super upset at mm-hmm. the charges or the potential charges that could come against her. Because it could, like, ruin her life and right. ruin a lot of things for them. But Osgur is just kind of saying that they'll figure it out and it's not a big deal. Yes, when he's, like – because she's quite, you know, understandably frazzled and stressed. And so she's yeah. kind of – uh, uh, reeling a little bit mm-hmm. and you know he's upset too but once he sees how upset she is it's almost like he goes into um, like disaster uh, what's what's the word I'm trying to look for like like um, there's a phrase I why know can what I not think of it of and I can't think of it either uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I am gonna I have to think of it I will not be able to move on until I think of it not disaster mode, not cleanup mode. What? And there's probably a bunch of listeners who are like screaming the phrase at us right now. Um, something. Oh my can, gosh. Damage control? Damage control? Yes. Like that's what I'm trying to say, the simplest thing. Anyways, he goes like into damage control mode and has this like calming effect on him. And he's talking very like just sweetly and low to her. And he's like, Ashkum Benim, like, I won't let anything happen. Like, we're going to take care of this. It's going to yeah. be okay. Um, and it's just sweet because he's just being very soothing. And mm-hmm. and I wrote in parentheses, in a sleeved shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> I just appreciated the whole effect. He's in a sleeved shirt while being very soothing and loving. <laughs> so then, okay, I don't know what to call them. I kept calling them the Three Musketeers, but like – a backwards evil version, but I couldn't yeah. think of anything quippy. But I mean, um, we could call them the Three Stooges. Well, that's true. But and, we've, I think we've used that before. Mm-hmm. But basically, they're in a meeting, and um, basically, it's kind of falling apart because they're realizing, yeah, that you know there are ways they can be found out and it's like you kind of start to see them all turn on each other we're like well you thought of this didn't you and you didn't do this did you well yeah and um sardar wants tolga to leave esgi alone so that is that kind of sparks irem and yes. she's like oh you're paying so much attention to esgi and all you care about is esgi and then tolga puts it together that they are exes and he's like oh what's going on here and then yeah they like totally end up turning on each other well because he's like are you lovers and Idrim kind of just looks more like a deer caught in the headlights whereas Sardar's like well a long time ago and she's like oh really mm-hmm. a long time ago because she's clearly thinking back to like that little retreat that was only a few days before yeah and that wasn't so long ago exactly so yeah and then it just starts to get ugly um 
And so they're kind of all falling apart and we get back over with Ezgi and Osger and Ezgi is just kind of like, why is Tolga so angry with you? Like, where is this all coming from? Right. So he kind of explains the whole history about Lagabia. He's like, what he's like, what he wants is Lagabia, and that's his problem. And he explains about his uncle, you know, he's his aunt's son, and his dad was we learned previously that his dad Tolga's dad was this terrible gambler and he lost all these things. One of the things that he lost was Lagabia because it belonged to them originally. Well, what happened, we come to find out, is that uh, Esger's dad ended up getting Lagabia back for them. And he tried to give it back to Osger's aunt, but she wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, you guys keep it. You're the ones who purchased it. And so because of this, Tolga has always felt that they didn't receive what their due was. They didn't receive back something that belonged to them and didn't belong to Osger's family. So he's apparently always been bitter about this and always felt like this is something that really belonged to him. Yeah, which – Again, I know we need some type of, you know, he needs a reason to be, like, on his thirst for revenge. Right. But I'm like – Every it, villain needs a motivation. Right. But part of me's like, I mean, you look like you have money, dude. Can't you just open up another restaurant and, like, be his competition? Doesn't like, Osgurt even tell him that? Like, like, look, bro, you're doing well for yourself. Look at all the stuff that you have. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just leave me alone? Yeah. <laughs> so – so, you know, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, basically, like you said, Tolga feels cheated and he doesn't have what's owed to him. And based on something he says, too, it seems like his dad, I assume, is like in jail right now or at least just kind of floating around existing, but not, you know, yeah. um, because he kind of makes a reference to like, he's only got so much longer to fulfill the promise he made his dad and how like his dad like you know, I, you've never been proud of me before, but maybe this will make you proud of me. Yeah, that's a good point. And that could honestly be more his motivation than just the restaurant itself, actually, now that I think of it, because it's not about him just being able to open one or 20 other restaurants. It's about this particular one because of how his dad feels about it. Um, Yeah. That's a, that's, that probably, that makes a lot of sense. mm -hmm. And he, he obviously has something specific, specifically against Osger too, because he wants to, to make him beg. There's all that. It's very personal. It yeah. seems like between the two of them. Yeah. So I love it though because Osger's like, yeah, all this stuff, but really, I'm only worried about how this affects you. Like, I, know. I don't like that he dragged you into this, and I am gonna do everything I can to make sure that nothing happens to you like yeah, i love that he's that's mostly his... worried about her not yep. even his own mm-hmm. well-being or yep. his money all the time and the uh, effort that he's put into this restaurant and now the new restaurant all that he cares about is eski yeah i love that so much yeah so then we pan back over to bursa and basically it's like the mothers have had a misunderstanding um, you know, there was wrong reactions all around. Again, though, this is all part of Fe- one of Feet Knot's 10 gazillion plans at this point. And, yeah. you know, but basically Feet Knot wants them to apologize to get back into their good graces. 
so that, you know, again, they have an easier time getting close to Eski and Osger to break mm-hmm. them up. So this whole time, Savim is being so ridiculous about acting like she's like choking as she's trying to apologize. Yeah. And, you know, Naveen's kind of living it up too. You know, yeah, she's she, like sitting she's there just like. Being, she's gloating really badly. <laughs> completely. Because she doesn't. I mean, I know they are the ones who approached her, but she doesn't even like reciprocate the apology, which I was kind of like, that's a little childish. But yeah. Anyways, so Naveen wants apologies from them both. And like Savim eventually gives a dramatic one at Feet Knocks, like pushing. Yeah. And then she also, Naveen also demands an apology for calling Ezgi an octopus. Basically, I think last week that's when they said that. Like, basically, she was just clinging to him and sucking the life out of him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so they have, like, weird, awkward hugs all around. And, yeah. And, and things it, are seemingly better. Yes. And I wrote, it's funny because after Savim wrote, after Savim gave her super dramatic, like, muttered apology – um, I wrote, I'm done with Savim. I want volume four Savim back. And uh-huh. I, and so like when, cause I watched this for the first time as I was taking notes. So as I was watching the scene, I didn't know it was coming. Okay. And I was, so it was so nice. Like, oh my gosh, like my wish kind of came true. So. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I, I was like, when all this happened, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be super hopeful, but you know, maybe this is a step forward mm-hmm. in some way. Um. So as this is all happening in Borsa, uh, Denise is going to open a small office Mm -hmm. and Ozan is going to help her look for an office to rent and he's going to be her first client. He's so supportive. It's just so cute. So he's going to be – and he's like, yeah, Oscar will help too. So they're they're all going to – come around to her and support her as right. she starts her own little firm. Yeah. And as as that's kind of all getting settled, uh, Esger walks in and kind of basically mm-hmm. is like, yeah, we just had a – we just lived a nightmare. And they kind of show Denise the paper. So yes. it's clear they're updating them on what's going on where Tolga's concerned. Um, yeah. So Denise explains that these accusations – could be really serious mm-hmm. and that her career could be over if it gets leaked to the press. And I mean, how how great to have a lawyer who can read something like this and know how bad it could get with this mm-hmm. whole situation. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have I wrote, we finally, the stylist has heard our cries. Gizem has good hair again. So much better. I was like, look at her hair. Yes. I was like, thank you, hairstylist, for switching it up finally because yeah. this looks a million times better. Now yeah, that her being – Her character is not improving, right. but her hair certainly is. Absolutely. So – and that's exactly what I wrote because I was like, she's smiling as she's overhearing all of this. And – Well, and pa- Pablo's like – what the heck? Because they start to put two and two together. They're like, none of this can be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. She got the phone call directly from Tolga. Um, all Sardar happened to be at that event. Mm-hmm. And now this stuff is coming out. There's no way all of these things can add up to being coincidences. Yep. And Emre's clearly convinced that Gizem has involvement in some way because he's looking over at her, watching her reactions. Mm-hmm. Of course, she looks like a deer caught in the headlights because she is a part of this. Um, I mean, she wasn't at that time. Right. But now she certainly is. Right. So he's kind of like making it a point to keep an eye on her. So then we get back to 
the the terrible trio who are trying to cover their bases regarding these security cameras that could have been at the venue where the event was. They're arguing because and a Rem's like freaking out because she's actually the one who sent the email from Ezgi's computer so that it looked like she was leaking information. Yeah, because real quick, before we switched over to that, they mm-hmm. figured out that Sardar must be involved. And that's how they kind of make the connection that the, the quote, email, um, I mean, it, I guess there technically was an email. It took me a while to figure that out because yeah. of the translations. But um, the email that was the main leak had to have been sent during that event. So that's how they figure out Sardar must be involved. So they're like, okay, we're going to go check out the security cameras. And then we switch over to the trio. And yeah, the terrible trio. We can call them that. Um, And like you said, they're all freaking out. Yeah, they're just losing it. Because now, I mean, you know, they're each out for themselves and protecting themselves. So um, it's just, it's falling apart. So Mm -hmm. then... Our little foursome arrives at the venue. They speak to the head of security. And the guy is like, okay, let me call my guy to pull up. You know, because they be, they kind of give him a hard time at first. And they're like, listen, this is time sensitive. A crime's been committed. Can you just yeah. please like, you know. And so. When this happened, I gasped. Because <laughs> like I should have seen it coming. But I was like, oh, I can't believe he did that. I know. He calls his guy, and you see him pull up the security camera, and you see as clear as day, Irem sitting down there and sending off the email, Mm -hmm. and he, like, snips it and sends it away or deletes it. You don't really know what he does with it, but he's like, oh, the security cameras weren't working that day. Sorry. Sorry, Patron. And, of course, they, the security, um, the head of security tells them, Sorry, we had a malfunction. There's no security from that day. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. So, you know, they they don't buy it, but uh, Ozon kind of calms them down and is like, let's just go. We're gonna, we clearly need to go another route with this. And yeah. I love it because as they're walking out, um, Osgur's just kind of got his arm around Ezgi. Like, it. I just, I don't know. It was just a very sweet protective gesture, but also looked just like a natural thing, you know, that he was doing. So I just, I loved that. I know they were soupy, soup, soupy. <laughs> I know they were super lovey-dovey last episode, mm-hmm. but I I think this was my favorite episode with uh-huh. how like cute they were together and just the moments between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I I think this one was my favorite. I think so too. A ton of those little moments and they felt super genuine mm-hmm. and it just, I don't know. I, I really loved it. I agree. So we get a quick back over just letting us know Emery's still spying on Gizem, trying to follow her yeah. around, all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, um, back in Bursa, everything's somewhat settled between the moms. So mm-hmm. they leave. And oh boy, what do you know? Feetnot has another part to her plan. And they get in the car and they're headed down to Istanbul now. Yeah. So Ozon, as they're walking out, of the venue pulls Osgur aside and then lets him know about Tolga's visit. And if you remember, he didn't want Osgur to know about it. But now that all this stuff has come to light, it's a bit more important that he know this guy walked in and basically was like, Oh, I'm going to be your new boss soon people. Mm -hmm. So, and again, Osgur just reiterates, I mean, he's upset about it, but he just reiterates that his biggest concern is Ezgi being tied up in all of this. Yep. Yeah. And they're all this whole time. They just keep warning Osgur, like don't, 
get violent with him. Don't fall for it. He's just trying to bait you. If you fall for it, you're just falling into his trap. Right. So then we switch back over. Tolga, I believe at this point, he had already told Sardar to leave because it was getting very heated. And he's like, okay, Sardar, like, take a breather. I've got this. So he yeah. walks out. This is the scene that I had an actual, like, oh my gosh. visceral reaction. Because so did I. He, he's such a creep. He shows her the video footage that he has from the security cameras that was deleted. Yeah. And basically, it's blackmail because he's keeping it for himself. And, you know, but he also tell he's also telling her, like, hey, when you're going to partner up with people, you better make sure that you're a step ahead of them. Basically, like, like I am because, look, I already have this footage. Yeah, I, my note was Tolga's giving bad guy tips to Iram. Yes. And then, oh my gosh, this Ooh. right here. He's, he sits on the table, which do you notice? Okay, part of me was like, I wonder if this was just a knee-jerk reaction as a woman. I mean, I'm sure it was written into the script. Mm-hmm. But part of me is like, even though I know they're acting, I wonder if just the fact that he was he got all up in her space like that if that was Kimye just like automatically moving like yeah because I as mean, because as a woman like as two women i we there's just things that are innate reactions in us before we can even think about uh-huh. it and yep. one of them is if i see any man like coming towards my car in a parking lot or whatever i and i get in the habit the second i get in my car my doors are locked but i always double check um, that's just something it's an, before I can even think about it in my brain, it's just something I do. Yep. And so I don't know why, but just the way she moved over and I was, she's obviously a good actress. So I'm not saying that this wasn't her acting. Of course. But it was just like, I wonder if it was like, Ooh, move away. This dude just got in my space before it was even a thought like, Oh, I'm supposed to be moving over because this dude is all up in my space. It felt like a very genuine reaction. Yes. So that number one and then he's like giving her more advice about, you know, make sure you're with someone, you know, pay attention to the way they treat you, blah, blah, blah. But he puts both of his hands Ooh. on her face and like strokes downward. And it As was, he's like giving this bad guy monologue about anticipating the other person's moves, don't trust anyone. If you want to really know someone, put pressure on them. And he's like reaching for her and I honestly was like, how is she sitting still through all of this? Yeah. Because I I, I recoiled. It was – it made me ill. A, he did such a good job at being mm-hmm. a horrible, terrible creep. Yep. Yep. Ugh. Bravo. I forget his real name, but bravo to you, sir. Hats yeah. off. You're yeah, doing an excellent job. He's playing Tolga, the psychopath. like truly as a psychopath Mm -hmm. he's doing a really great job yeah absolutely so yeah i just couldn't believe the reaction i had to this so Mm -hmm. meanwhile emory's still spying he actually kind of gets possession of her phone and hides it so that he can go to it later kind of sends her on a bit of a goose chase looking for it but then winds up quote finding it yeah because then he thinks and i thought this was actually very quick thinking on his part because he doesn't have her passcode. So he's like, oh, call call Osger. You know, um, we need to let him know, you know, something's going on. Mm-hmm. And he watches her as she punches in her passcode. And then, you know, of course, gets her to cancel the call. Like, never mind. We shouldn't bother him. But then, like, runs over to the window and huffs his hot breath on the window <laughs> and writes the code in it. 
so that later if he needs it he can just huff his hot breath on the window again and it'll show up like yeah and i just thought that was really funny so anyhow um now we're at lagabia osgur's dropping the other three off and this is when they're telling him like you know, don't give in. You know, he pushes your buttons on purpose. Don't give into it. Yeah, and I'm telling him again, don't punch his lights out, bro. <laughs> and I love that Esgi's like, please promise me you won't, you know, do anything to him. And I love it because he's like, my dear, I cannot promise to be calm, but I will promise not to break his bones. <laughs> so, and then when I love it though, because when he sees even how nervous she still is and stressed, even at that statement, he then says, I promise to do my best. Like, he yeah he doesn't want her upset any further so he's like i know what he wants i'll make arrangements to meet with him you guys don't need to go with us i've got you guys don't need to go with me i've got this so Mm. of course gizem pretends to be all worried emre is like oh hey you know kind of weird i bet i bet they were the people there anticipated this and they had that footage deleted because that's awfully coincidental like yep and again just further incites him to keep an eye on Gizem. She must be tied up in this in some way. Yeah. And he's just really determined to spy and to figure out how she's connected because he's he's no dummy, Mm-mm. just like the rest of them. Yep. And Esgi and Denise, I said Denise is one smart cookie mm-hmm. because she and Esgi are sitting there trying to piece everything together because with Sardar, they're like, okay, well, how could – they figure out that Irem must be connected. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, how could she possibly be connected? If it were Yashim, that would make sense. Right. And they're all just trying to figure it out. But Denise realizes that the documents that were falsified for Luga- for the new restaurant's license must have happened at the firm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it couldn't be anybody but Irem. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, the documents are on my desk. We work right next to each other. She had access. Yeah. Yeah. So now they've put another piece of the puzzle together. And so Denise is like, I need to go tell my old boss and warn him. Yeah. And hopefully he'll look into this. And oh my God. I loved when Ozon wanted to go with her. And it's just, and I wrote, and I'm guessing her old boss won't believe her. So she's going to need backup. I was very pleasantly surprised because, as we know, she goes and talks to her old boss. And yeah. he, well, real, real quick, because mm-hmm. did you, did you notice what Ozon did though? How he was like, I'll come with you. And then he's like, well, if you want me to come with you, I can come. Like, Aww. he, like, asked permission. Yeah. He didn't just assume. Want to overstep. Like, like, oh, little girl, you need a man's help. He was like, because <laughs> you could tell he was like, oh, I'll go with, I'll go with you. And then he was like, wait a second. I'm mm-hmm. not going to assume that you want me to come. So, yeah. Like, would you mind if I came with you? And she was, then she got all happy. And she's like, yes. So I just love that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because then he's just trying to be supportive. He's not trying to be like, let me do this for you. Exactly. Yeah. So. um, So she goes and talks to him. Right. She does. Yeah, I'll just skip to that because they get there eventually. Basically, she goes, talks to her old boss, tells him about Mm -hmm. the falsified license. And she's like, I don't have proof, but, you know, I'm almost sure Irem did it. I think you really need to look into this. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ozon's downstairs waiting for her. And I love it because mm-hmm. he has this little like moment because she walks in and she's like, oh, Ozan, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And yes. he basically is like, oh, yeah, I'm good. P.S. You're not my lawyer anymore. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm here to pick up my documents so that I can give them to my new lawyer. And of and course. she's super sketchy when she, when he says this. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you want the documents right now? 
and she is just acting all cagey about it. Yeah, she's kind of jittery when she's even putting the folder together. Yeah. And I mean, she brings them to him. And I love it because then Denise walks down at that point and Urem's like, oh, Denise is here too. And then mm-hmm. they they grab each other's hands and walk out of there all triumphantly. And yep. I just loved it. I just yeah. loved it. And then that's when we found out that her boss actually said he'd look into it. I was fully expecting him to be like, okay, just because you're upset that you quit and now you just want to take down someone else, that's yep. totally was what I was expecting from this Me guy. Too. So I was very pleased to – find out that he actually told her he was going to look into it. Yeah, yeah. So backtracking now to Jonsu and Levant at the hospital. Yes. So Jonsu comes into Levant's office and she's like, hey, I was hoping we could go to my mom's this weekend. Um, you could – I don't know if they haven't met or like she just wants to go visit her mom this weekend now that they're engaged. And she's like, maybe, you know, you can offer for my hand and Levant – Oh my gosh, of course Levant disappoints us again because he starts mm-hmm. laughing mm-hmm. and he's like, what year are we living in? What's this tradition? Blah, blah, blah. Aren't we adults? And she's like, are you seriously laughing at my request to do this? Like, sure, it's traditional, but I would appreciate if you just did this for me and yeah. for my family. So he ends up relenting eventually. He's like, okay, that's fine. But he asks her uh, – this was interesting. The uh, the subs were interesting because mine looked like he asked her to move in twice. But I think that what he was saying was like, okay, you should stay with me. And then um, and then he ended up asking her to move in. I don't yeah, know. It was like I, a so, little confusing. So I took it as like, well, let's practice being married by you – starting like let's slowly move you in bring some of your stuff over start staying there and then he just sort of was like eh let's just move it all in I think you should just move in completely like almost like he as he was developing the idea was like uh let's not even do the practice thing just fully move in right that's how I took it okay that makes a lot more sense yeah so then um then Zainab Zainab shows up and basically is like I've decided to move in with you dad and you know he's at work and stuff so John Sue's like you know, I don't have as much to do. I can finish my workload, take the day off, and Zainab and I can spend it together. Mm-hmm. And Levant checks on Zainab to make sure that, you know, did you and mom have a falling out? Like, what happened? And she's just like, no, I miss you. And yeah. I was like, yeah, this girl's definitely being manipulative. She's got something up her sleeve because that's just how she's been this whole show. Yeah. Or being used by her mom. Right, as a pawn. Because of that, because of that phone call. Mm-hmm. Yep. So – Ezki then calls Jonsu as those plans are being made. Obviously, Ezki's distraught kind of updates her that things are not good. So yeah. um, Jonsu's like, okay, I'm going to finish my work. I've got Zainab. I'll come, we'll come meet you at Lagavia. So Osger gets to Tolga's office. He's like led to the garden. The secretary lady's like, oh, he's expecting you because Gizem, of course, texted him and was like, Osger's coming to you. Yes. So and he's like, ugh. Kuzan, Kuzi. I just. <laughs> it's I, horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm going to hate that word now forever. So he basically cuts to the chase. Oscar's like, just tell me what you want. Stop beating around the bush. I don't need you to talk in your little semantics and circles. We don't need to do all this. What yeah. do you want? And he says, what I'm entitled to. And I love it because Oscar's like, well, what you're entitled to right now is a broken jaw. So. So good. So good. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, of course, Tolga still tries to play it off. And Osgur's like, just say what you want. Yeah. And uh, Tolga comes out with it. He's like, Lagabia. And, of course, he gets all on his face like the creep that he is. Oh, my gosh. And But Osgur's reactions to him are just pure gold. He looks yep. at him like he's the dumbest person in the world. And he's like – you really are crazy. He's like, why should, why should I give you this establishment? Did I create it so easily? So easily just to come to this? And Tolga's like, I know the hard work you put in. This is why it's so dear to me. Blah, blah, blah. Oscar's like, oh boy, <laughs> what is your problem? He's like, your hatred is never ending. Your vindictiveness will never go away. Mm-hmm. What have we done to you? What have we done to you besides trying to be your family and trying to take care of you? What benefit do you even have from the fact that you treat me this way? And he's like, look, look at your life. Look at what a wonderful establishment you've created because they're at his hotel. Right. He's like, you seem to have a lot of money. Why don't you mind your own business, mind your own life, and just leave me alone? Yeah. So Tolga basically comes back and he's like, he doesn't actually give him an answer. He just says, you have until tomorrow morning. And if you don't want to see your darling get into the headlines, you're going to give me what I want. Yep. And just before Osger leaves, he just turns around and basically says, you know, you're basically your spy is guilty in this whole thing too. Basically telling him, I know you have a spy. And mm-hmm. he goes, you, you're just pathetic. I love it. I do too. So then – Back at Lagabia, more Gizem, you know, being suspicious, Emre spying. He has her phone code this time. He mm-hmm. gets it from the window because he forgot. But Gizem's actually a step ahead of him. That phone's completely empty. She knows he's, like, spying on her. And, you know, the funny thing is her doing this, it's like you do know you kind of confirmed to him that you're doing something shady though, right? Oh, totally. By doing yeah. this. Even though he doesn't have the proof, you're basically confirming to him that he's right to be spying on you. Yeah. So whatever. Then uh, John Sue and Zainab arrive as Guy's already at the restaurant. They kind of go off to the garden to talk. They -hmm. introduce the barman. It's kind of cute because he's like, oh, you're the doctor's daughter. And she's like, barman. Yeah. (laughs) Very much like her dad. And uh, sweet Emre sees that John Sue and Esgi have things to talk about. So he like takes Zainab with him to go make all the drinks. Yeah. So then Sevim and Feetnot arrive at Lagabia and – um. There's Haidar arrives. So they have this this little moment basically where they're just getting him off of Gizem's back. Right. Because he's like, oh, I just want to come see my woman, Gizem. And they're like, well, I know, I know. (laughs) And so Feetnot's like, well, we found out some stuff about her and she isn't suitable for you anymore. Mm -hmm. So now we have this new girl. Her name is Elmas. (laughs) So they like made up a new girl to – get him away essentially right so then they're in the gabia and eventually they're going to end up seeing eski so zainab decides to kind of wreak havoc you see it in her little eyes mm-hmm. because she takes a drink of emre's little drink that he made for her and she's like okay i'm not gonna drink it and she gives Jonsu this look. And I was like, okay, she's got some ideas right now. So she goes back to the table and she's like, I don't want to eat here. 
Even though they're like, we literally have everything, like anything you're in the mood for. And she's like, well, I just want to eat here. I'm hungry. I'm this. So John Sue's basically like, okay, Eski, we've got to go. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And they're getting ready to leave. That's when they actually run in to save him and feet not on the way out. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, Feet Not walks up and she's being nosy with John Sue, like, oh, she's your daughter now. You must be getting, you know, just whatever. She's she's being Feet Not. Yeah. John Sue eventually leaves. So now it's just the three of them, Esgi, Feet Not, and Savim, and they sit down. And of mm-hmm. course, this is part of the whole plan. Like, oh, we visited your parents. You know, we they we made up and I want to apologize to you for the way I acted. But it's all fake right now, even though Esgi thinks it's real because she kind of like grabs her hand and is like, you know, I'm so glad I want things to be good between us two, you know, yeah, all that. Yeah, she's like, I want things to be back the way they were that very first day between us. Mm-hmm. She's being so sincere with this woman and it's just not being reciprocated at all. No. So as that's happening, this is when we see Denise's boss actually watching the security mm-hmm. footage and he sees Erem and he's clearly very disappointed. Yeah. So then um, Savim, feet not. Esgi, they're in the middle of their, you know, conversation and um, this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, so Osger basically is observing and yeah. is kind of worried because he's watching. It doesn't seem to be going very well. And he doesn't stay behind the scenes for very long. He swoops in to defend his woman because he sees that oh they are gosh. trying to, like, tear her to shreds. And he loses it because he – is just I mean he's stressed with everything going on so I'm sure that's part of it but Mm -hmm. he just walks right up and you know because they're like oh you quit your new job like oh because you're gonna come work for your boyfriend again because it's probably so there's probably so many perks to that isn't there and you know and Esgi rightly is like what an ugly thing to say like why would you bring that up yeah and I love the scene so much I screenshotted the whole thing did you okay good because I don't I don't have it so he walks up where he's been watching them mistreat his girlfriend. And they're like, oh, Oscar. And and he's like, the reason she has to quit is because of my shameless cousin. Mm-hmm. He's like, poor woman, she can't tell you anything ex- or explain so that she doesn't offend you so that you don't get upset. And you already started packing her. Really great. Awesome. And he's like, okay, aunt, and what about you, mom? Does this really suit either of you? Mm -hmm. And they're both like, how dare he say this to us? I know. But he then like bangs the table. Yep. He's like, why don't you leave her alone? And they're like, oh, just a minute, just a minute. We're doing this for your own good. And he's like, if you thought about me even a little bit, Mm -hmm. you would leave her alone. And that's when he like bangs and he's like, let's go. Yep. Bangs the table, grabs Esgi and they go out. And it's so sweet because, you know, um, well, just before this, I was like, uh, no, because Savim's like, feet not, what have you made me do kind of a thing? And it's like, mm-hmm. listen, you know how your sister is because you talked crap about her before she even arrived at the wedding back in episode four. It is your yep. own fault for choosing to go along with her ridiculous antics. So, yeah. Anyhow, even though all of this has transpired, Esgi still in the car is like, we shouldn't have left. I want things to be right between us. I don't want it basically to be like you're choosing between me and them because that's yeah. not going to be good for our relationship. And, you know, Osgur's like, listen, I know what they're up to. They're coming here with their fake apologies and their fake niceness because they want to tear us apart. They want to get into our relationship and tear it apart. Mm-hmm. And I almost lost you already. So they can just sit there and think about all that a little bit. And yep. I just I just love it. And then so she switches the subjects about asking how it went with Tolga. 
And he's like, don't worry, we'll figure it out. Like, it's going to be fine. And then he's like, what should we go do? And ultimately, she's like, honestly, I just want to go home and like have a nice homemade lunch with you and just spend time with you. And well, he's, and they have this whole thing about how like I think the way that she says it, she says, let's go to your house. And he's like, it's our house. We'll go to our home. And th- this whole this whole situation was just so good. Because I know. like he defended her. Mm-hmm. He took her side in a situation where – she is the one who deserved it. Mm-hmm. He didn't just take his mom's side or take right. his aunt's side because they're mom and aunt, which I was like, yes, listen, like pay attention to how Osgur is treating her in this situation, mm-hmm. viewers. <laughs> and then later on, we find out that because of this whole situation, Sevim actually like chills out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it was, I just love this whole thing. And then the whole our home, not my home. Mm-hmm. So now Fitna and Savim are like asking, well, what else could possibly Osgur be upset about? Blah, blah, blah. And Ezgi, um, or not Ezgi, I'm sorry, Emre, I just wrote E, that's why. Oh. Emre basically starts to update them on Tolga's tactics. Like, you know, that's just what he's up to. And so it's, kind of implied that he's giving them all the dirty details. Right. So now we have Ozden at the park and you know, he they're it's sweet. They're just sitting and she's like, "I feel so happy right now." And and he's like, "Well, it's easy to make you happy and it's easy to be happy when I'm with you." And there's kind of a little bit back and forth about like how happiness is easy and it's not easy and mm-hmm. you know, it's a very sweet thing. Essentially, what it comes down to is he's like, "Well, I think that's how it is when you're in love." And she's like, are you in love with me? And he's like, from the first day I saw you. Oh, <laughs> oh so sweet. So dang sweet. So they're like using the, the L word. and But then their little moment where they're about to kiss is interrupted. The phone mm-hmm. rings. And, you know, basically it's the boss letting her know, like, I caught Irem. I'm I'm so disappointed in this. She's been fired. But he does ask her not to report it because he doesn't want it to go against the firm in general. It could be bad right. for the firm. Yeah. And but you know, Denise basically tells him, listen, I will pass that on. It's not actually my call to make though. Like, you know, that's up to Osgur and Ozon. Yep. So it's not up to me. And then he offers her a promotion after apologizing for his behavior towards her. She says she'll think about it and gets off the phone. So she kind of updates Ozon and everything. And I love it because he supports her. Like, if that's what you want, you know, I personally think he should have offered this to you a long time ago. It shouldn't have taken this. So I don't want you to give up on your dreams, but I support you no matter what. Yeah. So it's It's, so sweet. Yeah, it's great. So Irem comes to tell Sardar that she's been fired. And she's like, I'm over. Everything is done. She's really upset. And he doesn't even care. He's like – Acting like it's not a big deal at all. Such a bummer. Bummer. Like he. Uh, yeah. And he's mm-mm. like, oh, Arem, calm down. Well, don't be so shameful. And uh-huh. she's like, shame? I'll show you what shame is. And she freaks out. She throws all of his stuff off the desk. I was like, whoa. Yep. Hell hath no fury. Uh-huh. And then she just storms out. And he's just kind of sitting there like, whoa. So. Yeah, clearly she's going to be up to something. She needs to get revenge. So Jansu and Zainab now arrive home. They've been out shopping, grabbing food. And um, Jansu 
wants to bake with her, like kind of like something to bond over. And it's very sweet because, you know, she's like, we can learn together. I'm not very good at baking. Zainab kind of basically confides that, you know, my mom's usually too busy to do this kind of stuff with me. So I don't know how to bake either. Like she works a lot. And so we kind of get this really cute montage of what I think was actual bonding between them because yes. I was like cautiously hopeful. Yes. Yeah. I really, I wrote actual bonding question mark because, right. you know, they're dancing and they're putting the cake together and all this stuff. And it looks like they're genuinely having a good time. So I was like, okay, I maybe think we're turning like a corner here. Mm-hmm. So uh, then we switch over. Esger arrives home and oh my gosh, I cracked <laughs> up at this because all of a sudden he's like, you know, not really that hungry blah 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 and she's like but you said in the car you were hungry and like what should we do for lunch and then he's like well I'm not exactly hungry for food but maybe we should go to sleep I was like you know what my note is I said Eski must have ovaries of steel because she's like no but I'm actually hungry let's go cook food in the kitchen and I'm like I'll cook you something really delicious I'm like girl excuse Excuse me? Now, <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. This was an adorable montage. Like, they're cooking and prepping together and just yes. him walking up and, like, grabbing her hair and playing with it and putting his arm around her and, like, just the face touching and the cute little eye contact and air kisses and then real kisses, more hair playing. And he's, like, got his – he's, like, wrapping her up in his arms. It's just – Yeah. I was, like, the heat is on in this kitchen. Right. Because the chemistry in this scene was – so good yeah and they were just being so adorable like i said i don't know what it was about this episode specifically because mm-hmm. last episode we got so many of these moments too but for some reason they felt amped up in this episode yeah i agree and you know what i think part of it is obviously just you know um you you know you need to be good at your job if you're going to be an actor but Right. I think it really helps that they've starred in a show together before. Mm-hmm. And so There's not There's o- definitely a familiarity between the two Yes, of them. that's it's what it is. It really feels good. It feels so familiar. Like, and it just, yeah, it's so sweet. And then, like, I, it's a scene later, so I'll bring it up then. But, like, it's clear that he does a lot of, um, like, improvising with certain stuff here, too. Mm-hmm. And I think it works really well because she probably anticipates some of it, having done an entire series with him before and yeah. being 12 episodes into this one. Yeah. Um, so it just looks so natural. And, yeah, I just – anyways, I just thought this was a very adorable, like, domestic scene. It was great. It was so good. So then we have O's Den together – Ozon's dropping Denise off and then she invites him in for quote coffee Uh and hand (laughs) and then hand in hand there they go like (laughs) and they walk in so (laughs) so it's domestic bliss back over at Levant's house too uh and Zainab and Jansu present the cake to him it's really cute because he's like, oh, so this is my cake, right? I'm, mm-hmm. It's my cake. I'm the only one who's going to eat it. And um, it's all adorable. They show him their little dance and it's they have just a nice little um, dinner moment with the three of them. Yes. So um, now Esger is out eating on the terrace. He's complimenting her cooking. And I, 
I think I especially loved this because, you know, she obviously she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. You know, I mean, he is best friends with a chef. So clearly if he's complimenting someone's cooking, it means something. Mm-hmm. And um, he basically compares her cooking to like how much she must love him. Like, you know, the like the fact that you're doing this. Like, And I just love that because yeah. like cooking and food is like a huge thing for my husband, as you know. So I just very much related to this scene and thought it was like adorable. So, yeah. you know, he – she's like, oh my gosh, like – I don't think you understand how much that means to me. And he's like, well, here's the thing. I've forgotten everything I thought I knew with with you. It's like, you know, my lie became the truth and the whole truth became a lie. And I really got to know myself thanks to you. And he goes, it turns out there was a certain Osger and I got to meet him. And with all your fears, I got to meet you. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, it's like – I'm an inexperienced child with you. But at the same time, I'm the one who has strength to do everything like a real man. Mm-hmm. And both – oh, and then Ezgi says, and both of those those people are mine and I love them. Like yeah. basically like I love both Oscars you're referring to. And yes. she says, Oscar, next to you, I'm the most daring woman in the world. I'm not afraid of anything. When we met, I was broken. My heart was broken. But now it's as if – with you, I've become whole. And she says, and you have no idea how important this is to me. And I just took screenshots of the way they're looking at each other yes. for a few oh, beats here. So did I. <laughs> like there's no dialogue, but I was just like, look at how he's like, he's so affected by it. I know. The look on his face. I was like, oh my god. Because she, yes. so adorable. Because she's just smiley and happy as she's saying this. And obviously he's happy by this too. But it's a much more emotional thing after she says it to him. He's just looking at her very intensely and they just pull in for a very sweet hug, which Mm -hmm. that honestly felt like the best way. Obviously, you know, it's like we want kissing whenever we can get it on these DZs. But this this hug felt so much more intimate than like really did after what they shared with each other. So it really did. It was so good. It was. So we get more family with some family Jenga <laughs> with John Sue, Zainab, and Levant. Um, and I, my note was apparently Zainab has thought to John Sue. So she um, asks John Sue to read her a book and they go upstairs. It ends up being a really long book. And, <laughs> and this is when I was like, okay, I knew I was right to be suspicious uh-huh. of this girl. It's like this huge chapter book and John Sue ends up falling asleep up there and doesn't realize it until the next morning. Same with Levant. He falls asleep on the couch because John Sue never comes down. Yep. So, yeah. So I was like, I knew this cuz was messing with her. I knew I couldn't trust yeah. this whole bonding experience yet. Um, so meanwhile, though, Ezgi has fallen asleep. Her She's laying in Osger's lap. He just has this very distraught, like, upset look on his face yeah because he's clearly thinking about all the tolga stuff and everything like that yeah he has a decision to make and you can tell that he's really thinking about every aspect of every of just the whole thing right so he gently lifts her off of him and sets her on the couch and um so he goes outside to kind of not brood over it but kind of to brood over everything Mm -hmm. And, of course, we get all these flashbacks from the time they first met up until, you know, them getting together. 
and it's very sweet. You know, he's smiling as he's remembering all of this. So he walks over back to where she's sleeping, gives her like one of those cute, sweet top of head kisses, strokes her hair a little bit, and it's very clear he's made a decision because the next morning he's yeah. watching her sleep again. He left her out on the couch and um, didn't want to disturb her. He's dressed and ready, and he leaves a note, and he leaves. So it's like, okay. But he has a little smile on his face. Yes, he does. During this scene. So he's obviously not upset. Right. And he's totally at peace with his decision, which I loved that he had that little smile. I felt like that was a really big tell Mm -hmm. about how he feels about what he's about to do. Yes. So um, anyways, so then – he moves uh, – yeah, he leaves. Sorry, I lost my place. And then um, you kind of touched on this a little bit. Levant wakes up on the couch. Where's John Sue? He finds her. And he kind of figures out what Zainab was up to. Like, yeah. And he's kind of telling John Sue, like, I think she was messing with you. And she's like, no, she says that, like, you know, she gets read to every night. John Sue's giving her the benefit of the doubt. Levant kind of knows what's up. But Zainab wasn't asleep. So she kind of heard this whole exchange yeah. Which I kind of liked because I was like, well, now you'll see that John Sue's on your side. She's not trying to, like, take your place. She's not trying to, you know, push you out of your dad's life. She was the one actually yep. defending you when you didn't deserve it because you were absolutely doing what your dad suspected. Yeah. So then Savim and Fitna are video chatting with Haidar, whatever. Basically, yeah. They, they find out that he's leaving and he's going to the restaurant. Right. And Haidar is – you know, he always tries to chat up with Osgar when he's trying to leave for work and all Osgar wants him to do is just open the gate. What this boils down to, Hydar wants a night job at the restaurant to do security. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyways. So Ozan shows up at Denise's house and he's got coffee mm-hmm. and they basically end up making a plan. He was like, oh, I thought I would come hang out with you or go with you to the market. And she's like, well, I'm going to the market. And you could give me a ride, but it's only 30 meters over there. <laughs> uh-huh. it's, like, it's like right across the street. Yeah. So they end up making a plan to to go together to look at offices to try to find her something for her yes. little business. Yes. I loved that. So he's going to help her later. A sweet little hug and kisses. And they – Yeah. They... He gave her a little shoulder kiss. <laughs> it was like, oh, I, my gosh. I love those so much. I love them so much. More than like full-on like making out mouth kisses. I love those sweet little intimate kisses. They're just so sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. So then Levant and Zainab are having a breakfast talk while John Sue's in the kitchen. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. she confesses like, well, this was her plan. But she actually sees that John Sue cares and that she got to do things with John Sue that her own mother doesn't have time for to do with her. Yeah, she says something about John Sue treated me like her own child. Mm-hmm. It was it was very heartwarming. Yes. And I wrote, I'm totally here to see this growth. So this is good. So now we're back at Lagabia and we have uh, O squared bro time. And Osger basically tells Ozan, yeah, I'm going to give Tolga Lagabia. That's what he wants and I'm going to give it to him. And of course, Ozan's like, what the heck? Well, and and, uh, Gizem and Pablo over here. mm -hmm. So now they know what's going to be happening. Yep. So – but he basically makes it clear – uh, yeah, this is important and I worked hard on this, but the most valuable thing for me is Ezgi and I'm yeah. not going to put her at risk. Nothing is worth that. Mm-hmm. So I wrote, eat that for breakfast, Gizem. Seriously. And I love it because I think it's Pablo. 
who says that's what love is. Yeah. And he's support and so he's like, I support you, Patron, like as does Ozon, like here's to new beginnings. We've mm-hmm. got the other restaurant. So like there we go. So then Osger announces it to the entire crew. And he basically is like, hey, here's what's going to happen. But we've got this opening coming. So anyone who wants to still work for me, step forward and we will start off at the new restaurant. Well, every single person steps forward, but. Except for Gizem. And he kind of asks her about it. He's like, hey, you didn't step forward. What's what's going on? Is there any way I can convince you? And she essentially tells him, well, I want to be the head of PR if I'm going to come over and work for you at that restaurant. And he's like, Gizem, we talked about this. Ezgi is back, and I already told you that I think you're more suitable for this position. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, then I'm not coming. And it's unfortunate, but he's essentially says um, – she's like, I won't work for you if it's not on those terms. And he's like, okay, well, the choice is yours. Mm-hmm. So she's literally like the only one who is staying. Yep. So Pablo then wants to talk to Osgur and basically is like, <laughs> I want to confess something because new starts, new beginnings. And I guess so last, he's like, remember that teeny tiny fire that happened here last year? And Osgur's like, oh, the one that shut the entire restaurant down for a month while uh-huh. we did while we cle- had to do damage control. And I laughed and I'll, well, basically, as it turns out, it was it was Emre's fault. And he's like, this, yeah. basically, he was doing some tricky bar drink thing and it got out of control, fire, blah, blah, blah. So and he's like, are you are you upset? Like, I know I took so long to tell you. And Osgur's like, I probably would have been more angry. I do wish you had told me earlier, even though I probably would have been more upset. But this is in the past. He's like, but I'm wondering now if I should take you to the new restaurant. And <laughs> Emery's like, wait, really? And he's like, I'm just kidding. Of course, you're coming to the new restaurant. Like, but. Yeah, don't wait that long to tell me something like that ever again. Yeah. So it's so, good. Everything's good. Yeah. So Ezgi wakes up and she finds his little note. And Tesla says, wakes her up. I love that so much. Yes. I want to yeah. wake up to Tesla every morning. I mean, Jack wakes me up pretty much every morning, so I kind of get that. But <laughs> Did you notice, too, that the night before when they were eating, Tesla was eating, too? Yes. <laughs> so cute. They were all eating dinner out on the terrace together. I love it because Zuzu will totally do that. We'll mm-hmm. be eating breakfast or dinner or something. And it's like she knows that we're eating. So she'll go eat her food too. Like so she cute. wants to eat with us. <laughs> so cute. So they got they were eating with Tesla. So um, anyway, so yeah, Ezgi wakes up from Tesla and there's a note. And um, he basically says, Starting the day with your scent is the most beautiful feeling on earth. And then we get some more Pantene magic as she goes into yes. the bathroom to get ready. <laughs> um, and so she calls him and is like, I loved your note. And he's, she's like, I can't even believe I slept this late. He's mm-hmm. like, I know I didn't want to disturb you. You looked like you were getting great rest. And yeah. she's like, well, I'll come meet you. And he's like, no, no. Because, of course, he's getting ready to sign everything over to Tolga. And he hasn't told her that. Right. And he's like, you get ready. I'll come to you. And then we'll go to the new restaurant and start planning everything for yeah. that. Yep. And then. Um, so this was very cool because mm-hmm. Savim comes into the restaurant. And she actually apologizes to Oscar. I like seriously did like two fist pumps in the air when seriously. I watched this part last night because 
I was like, this is what I've been waiting for, for you to come back to your senses because I freaking loved you when we first met you. Yes, she was a good mom and then suddenly she wasn't anymore. So I was like, okay, thank God she's back to, you know, being on track and seeing what her meddling, what hers and feet knots meddling was doing to her poor son. Yeah. And so she apologizes and Osgurd tells her, he's like, look, Esgi is really the girl that you met and fell in love with. Mm-hmm. So they decide they're not going to stay in Istanbul. They're going to go back to Gojek, uh, Gojek and they're going to just finally leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. And she basically tells him, you two take care of each other. I know I can trust that that's going to happen. Like you're going to be well taken care of here. Yeah. And it's cute because he's like, well, maybe don't leave just yet. We're going to have the opening of the restaurant. So and mm-hmm. of course, you know, you need to be there. And then, you know, Feet Not shows her face eventually. And there's just kind of hugs all around. So. Yeah. So. Um, now we have Tolga. This is where we have that moment. I kind of touched on it. He's staring at this photo, I assume, of him and his dad. Right. And he's promising his dad that he's going to keep his word, that maybe finally you'll be proud of me since you weren't, you know, grow- all growing up, you were never proud of me. And then he says, you know, to himself, but to Osgur, mm-hmm. uh, cousin, I finally found a place to hit you. Meaning mm-hmm. like, he, you know, Esgi's his soft spot. Yes. So, um... We, Jansu and Levant chat real quick about his ex Mm -hmm. and um, they just kind of talk about, you know, why she's so volatile (laughs) towards him. And then she ends up explaining everything about Sardar. Yeah. Well, I also liked too that it was like, they were saying too, like, you know, it's really unfair to Zaynep because she uses her as a pawn and Mm -hmm. like, that's your daughter. Like, you don't do that, you know? So I, I do love that they touched on like, that as well anyway sorry so yes no it's it's fine so essentially um john sue and sorry i'm like figuring out where my notes are she she tells him about sardar Mm -hmm. she's like okay i have to tell you something it's not great and she explains the whole situation yeah he's not who we thought he could be dangerous he's become very obsessed with esgi and yes i'm like good the murderino in you is coming out thank god yeah. So finally, uh, finally. So Osger is now signing Lagabia over officially, but he tell he tells Tolga it's with conditions. Number one, there will be no reporting of Esgi. Number two, you're gonna sell me the new building at the price that you paid for it, so that mm-hmm. you've got your thing, I've got my thing. You want Lagabia, it's all yours, but this new place is all mine. So yeah. they agree on it. And he's a snaky, slimy creep and tries to be all koozie, koozie. And Osgur's just like, yeah, goodbye. Yeah. He's like, please, I don't ever want to see you again. Yeah. So Jansu and Levant arrive at the hospital. And Levant goes off to work. They're like, okay, have a great day. Cute, cute. And then Irem walks in. And Jansu's like, uh, excuse me, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Which I love that she just confronts her. Well, because she's like, as you know, I'm the hospital's lawyer. And she's like, for a firm like, that you got fired from? Exactly. So she puts her to it. And Irem is fine, like, is finally like, okay, fine. But I really do need to do one important thing and mm-hmm. ask you a question. I came to do a good deed for you. And this is really important. So Jansu is kind of like, okay. Sure, I'll mm-hmm. hear you out, I guess. Yep. So come to Levant's office and we'll talk. 
So they do. <laughs> and, and Rem tells Jansu and Levant that she knows a lot of Sardar's secrets. And essentially she's here to throw Sardar under the bus. Right. In He's, order to save her own skin. Absolutely. She's got proof. He embezzles money through that. Like some fund that he's a he- in charge of. Right. And I wrote, hmm, no honor among thieves, huh? Nope. And John Sue's like, well, can you prove it? And of course, she's got the she's got the receipts. Mm-hmm. So she can. And she's telling them that the reason she's even bringing it up to them before she gives it all to the police is for the sake of the hospital. Which right. I'm like, all right, I guess maybe that's true. But even uh, John but Sue's like, sounds more like it's your female pride, not your good conscience, like telling exactly. you. You just want to exactly. see him get fired the way you were. And, you know, Iram does admit. She's like, yeah, well, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, Ezgi wants to know how Osgur got Tolga to back off because now he's already left Tolga as the deal's been made. And he basically is mm-hmm. like, I took, you know, it just, we worked it out. You know, let's not talk about that. I don't want to deal talk about him anymore and give him any more of our headspace. So he kisses yeah. her. Let's close the topic and enjoy our new restaurant. So, yep. you know, they're making little plans about how to do the opening. And then Ozden enters, mm-hmm. and she got an office. They leased one, so there's just hugs and congratulations all around. And then, but John is like, there's kind of like group hug things. And then, yeah. but John gives Esgi this like bear hug oh and like God. engulfs her. And like, I his- called it a bear hug too. And I was like, I want a bear hug like that from John. Me too. He like encapsulates her. You can like barely see her behind his arms. I know. It's just, She's again, like it's being smothered by his bicep. And I was yes. like, I wouldn't mind being smothered by his bicep. <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, come on. So, yeah. And I think especially because, like, Ozge is all cute and petite. She is. So, like, she makes John look even bigger. Yes. Okay. So, Giselle just posted a picture in a thread. And it honestly, I think it was in our poll with sleeves or sleeveless. Okay. And it was, like, a behind the scenes from filming one of the episodes. And he's in front of her. She's behind him. And it's just, like, a uh, candid, you know, that somebody took. Okay. Um, on set. But – it really showcased how petite and tiny she is yeah, in comparison to him. Yeah. And but just like they were like laughing about something or whatever. So it just again showed how comfortable they are around each other. Yes. And then I was like, and on top of that, like I just love how much you really see their size difference. And it just was so endearing to me for whatever reason. Like yes. it just was. Yeah. The their pairing, like with like their sizes and the camaraderie that they clearly mm-hmm. have is just so good. Yes. So um, Levant, we're now back at Levant uh, mm. confronting Sardar and basically yeah. is like, well, bro, you better quit. And here's why. Yep. And Sardar is like, I will quit, but, you know, I'm disappointed in you that you just basically – he kind of implies that maybe it's not true. Like, oh, Erem told you this. I'm surprised you didn't – you just came here storming in like this without checking the facts. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if either he's just trying to play the victim or if Erem fabricated some documents about him being an embezzler. Like, because yeah. it really could be either one. I believe he's an embezzler, but I also believe she would fabricate proof to make him look like an embezzler when he's not. Totally. So. Totally. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops because he has an interesting look on his face right before he leaves and you can tell he's thinking through his next steps, whatever those may be. Absolutely. So So they decide that they're going to launch the new restaurant in four days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's so cute because uh, 
Esgi is kind of nervous. She's like, oh, you want me to get all this stuff together in four days? That's uh, a little short notice. And Osgur is like, oh, well, what about the tango? You learned that in four days, queen. <laughs> so freaking cute. He's so basically, he's like, you can do it in four days. It's no problem. Mm-hmm. You learned how to tango in four days. That's right. <laughs> so they get to planning and it's like a little montage. And then that night at home, they're kind of, it seems like they're kind of finishing up planning. She's showing him certain things like he's like, yeah, I approve. I approve. I approve. And he's like, you know, I think we've had enough work. Maybe let's go to, quote, sleep. <laughs> and again, like you said, ovaries of steel. Because seriously, because she's like, we have work to finish. <laughs> but then John Sue and Levant show up, so then he's really not going to get to go to sleep. Sleep, and they basically give an update that they're moving in together. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Osgur's like, yeah, Esgi, move your stuff in here. Like, uh-huh. and I love he's just so chill about it because I'm like, literally, this dude when we met him was like ushering women out before they could even have breakfast in the morning. Uh And now he's like, just be here all the time. Yeah. I'll miss you when you're gone. (laughs) And, you know, she says she can't. And this kind of bugged me because I was like, oh, we're still following mommy's rules. Like, because she's like, I agreed with my mom. I wouldn't live here. I'd live in a different neighborhood, blah, blah, blah. And um, but then he's like, well, wait a minute. If you can't live with me, John Sue's going to be at Levant's. Like, and John Sue's like, yeah, you know, I was just going to rent it. But of course, Esgi can stay there. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, well, mom set a condition. And I just wrote, uh, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Then Levant kind of whisper warns him, like, slow down. This is probably going to lead to you needing to propose soon. Like, just <laughs> yeah. think about what you're doing. Look at what happened to me. <laughs> Dummy. So, but – I love it because Osgur doesn't even look freaked out by that idea. Like, no, okay. He, and if that is where it leads, like, yep, mm-hmm. he looks totally at peace with it. Yep, like, like he can't get enough of Esgi as it is. So nope. really, that's not a big deal. No. So four days passes. Yes, and it's the launch time. So La Laguna. La, is that what it's called? It's called La Laguna. Okay, so listen, we have Lagabia, La Laguna, and. Where Tolga works, that hotel is called like La Lu or something like that. Oh, yeah. But they're all written. You can tell they were all made the same place. They're literally all the same font. They're like these oval signs. Like I just cracked up because obviously they have to make signs to cover up the real businesses that they're borrowing, you know. Um, But I just cracked up because I was like, oh, these are all like the same font and everything. Like, (laughs) Anyways. so funny. It doesn't matter, but I just noticed it. I well, I didn't even see it. They like panned really quickly mm-hmm. past the name, so I totally didn't notice. But um, it's the theme is love in the time of autumn, mm-hmm. so um, everything is ready. We find out that John Sue and Levant have set a date for their wedding next month. Next month in Izmir, um, all the parents come. Sevim apologizes to Esgi, which mm-hmm. is so huge, and. I was like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And don't you love how Esgi was already wearing that bracelet? Yes. Like, she so was. then that just helped cinch everything because she's like, you're wearing the bracelet that I gave mm-hmm. you. And so I'm very happy about that. Um, Feet Knot, of course, is noticing and observing all the pairings. Like, oh, you put a ring on it and you two got together and blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. Like, again, being Feet Knot. Yeah. Then we have the ribbon cutting, big hugs all around. It's, it's yeah. music time. And it's funny because Savim 
walks up to uh, Naveen and Unal and is like, hey, since we're all here, maybe we should ask for Ezgi's hand. And I love that Naveen is like, you know, let's not put pressure on them. Let's let the kids move at their own pace and they'll let us know how things are going. It was so great. So basically everything is on like a good – at worst, neutral, at best, you know, good place with the families, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm happy for it. I'm really so happy about I. it because I am excited for, you know, the Savim we met at first to, to be return back. Mm-hmm. For even even Netveen, like yeah. she was being just as obnoxious with the oh, whole situation. Absolutely. So I'm glad that the mothers have regained their sanity with the whole situation Mm -hmm. and we even see because later on Naveen when oh my gosh Oscar when he asks her when he's like hey Naveen I want to ask you and Mm -hmm. get get your permission if Ezgi can come work with me and and she's props to her she's like we're I'm not gonna interfere and it's up to her yeah So So I was like, oh my gosh, these are huge steps that they're all taking. Right. So whether this was already planned or maybe Asle heard the cries of like, hey, these women are getting out of control, whatever, like props. I'm happy that we have mothers Mm -hmm. who aren't just like bullheaded, stubborn, like I know best and continue in their ways. Like it's like, oh, hey, like we made a mistake and now we need to rectify it. Yeah. Um, So – then we pan over to see how Lagabi is doing. Gizem's there all alone. I mean, all alone as far as like not her typical crew. It's a whole new crew. She even kind of looks over at the bartender and, you know, it's not Emre. And mm-hmm. Tolga finally walks in and he's like, oh, PR. And she's like, Patron. And he's like stroking her hair. And there's clearly some – because she's kind of being all like up on him too. And I'm like, oh, great. So you two are not just like – spy and 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 you know boss you're like you clearly have something going on between the two of you gross and then he's like coffee for my ladybug and i'm like blah (laughs) so gross so gross so anyhow um so then we pan back over to the opening and i love this because um John oh, like yeah Osger Osger not John yeah Osger's kind of like leaning up against the bar and yes. um you know and he sees Emre kind of looking a little not forlorn but a tiny bit mm-hmm. and so he's like is everything all right Pablo and he's like yeah everything's okay boss it's fine I just can't get used to the fact that we left Lagabia it just feels kind of strange mm-hmm. and he says shall I tell you something Pablo he goes in this life money wealth it exists today. It's gone tomorrow. Do you see this over here? And he points to like his mom and aunt and Ezgi and everyone's just kind of gathered at the table talking. And mm-hmm. um, he, we see that and he says, that's the answer. Um, I like – and even Emery says, I like this state of yours better, boss. You've made changes, Osgur Bay. Very yeah. nice ones. And he says, I also agree and I, I agree with your words. Money's not important. I think it's important to be able to share. And I love it because then Oscar's like, you know, let's give you a pay raise, Pablo. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, yes, okay. Uh, let's do the first arson in the bar here as a joke, obviously. <laughs> uh, 
And yeah. it's just cute. So it is. Then so we you can tell that his priorities have shifted. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, maybe they were already closer to that, but there's definitely been some kind of a change in Oscar. Right. So it's uh, we get a little scene change, and we know now that it's the evening time at the mm-hmm. restaurant. It's a little more of a party scene, and uh, so the parents kind of start to take off. Right. Unal and Naveen leave. Um, and then that's when Oscar asks if they can work together. Yes. And it's a very sweet moment. And then Savim and, and Feetnot are leaving. Yep. Um, then we get a little <laughs> a little notice that Pablo is going <laughs> to organize Levant's bachelor party. Uh-huh. And if any of you have seen The Fragment, the fragment. next week, <laughs> we've already gotten a little piece of that action. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm – I'm really curious to see how this is, pans out. I'm I like, know. Fox, like, <laughs> I'm like, do you guys have like a GoFundMe where like people who just. They're just throwing money at the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, oh, Artuk, here you go. Here's all of our money. Oh, so hilarious. So that will be entertaining. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. So it's really sweet. Everybody's dancing. Things have kind of calmed down. All the couples are dancing together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Pablo's waving his lighter, yes, like holding that it. Yes, cracked and- me up. <laughs> so Oscar is so sweet and he is like talking to Eski and he's like, everything that you touch in my life becomes beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I well, love it. okay. So first she says they're dancing and she just says, are you sure? And he says – what do you mean? Yeah. And oh no no you're right. He does say that first, huh? Yeah. Everything yeah. you touch in my life becomes. And then beautiful. she says, "Are you sure?" Okay. And that's when she's like, "Yeah, because I know that you sold Lagabia. You gave Lagabia to Tolga." And he's like, "Well, he's like, Ezgi, listen to me." He hmm. said, "For me, money, wealth, fame, popularity, this, all of that, nothing matters. For me, the most important thing in this life is you." Your calmness, your happiness, everything is more important above all. And I'm going to do my very best to keep it. Even if you – and she's like, okay, even if you need to sacrifice everything. And he's like, yes. I love you very much. (laughs) Yes. And then she says, I really love you too. And then he's like, choke. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Sorry. I I somehow wrote the notes down wrong. I wrote that. Everything you touch in my life becomes beautiful after I wrote check the screenshots. So that's I got all confused. But yeah, you're right. Um, But yeah, I loved that. Again, Mm -hmm. like him just showcasing like he's putting his money where his mouth is. Mm -hmm. Quite literally, actually. And um, it's just sweet. So, of course, they're having a moment. But all good things must come (laughs) to an end. Yeah. Because then come the popo. Now, my thing is like really they waited until like – I'm guessing it's late at night now. Like, yeah, you didn't come like during business hours to arrest her. It's not like you're doing like a drug raid. You know what I mean? So, but whatever. Dramatic. It's not as They're dramatic. Very dangerous, Esgi. Uh huh. <laughs> so they walk in and basically, yeah, they arrest her, and yeah. we know it's because of Tolga, and the episode ends. So, how? Like, I don't. To me, I'm like, okay, did they not have an agreement on paper? Like, I'm curious how. Tolga pulled this off like because they made an agreement so maybe they didn't sign anything that said he agreed to not turn her in like I'm 
I'm a little curious if Sardar has something to do with this. Mm. Because Sardar was the one who was like, okay, do what you want to Osgur, but leave Esgi alone. Mm-hmm. They were very pointed in including that in this episode. Mm-hmm. And now everything has just gone to the pits with right. Sardar, with Arem, with uh, Tolga. So I don't know if because those relationships have kind of severed, mm-hmm. if maybe Tolga was like, well, who cares? I'm going after Esgi because I know that it'll really upset Osgur mm-hmm. or if it were something with Sardar maybe now that he's totally been screwed over he's jobless it looks like he is an embezzler mm-hmm. which may or may not be true right. if he's like well look I'm the most important thing now so who cares do whatever you want to Esgi and maybe he reports it I don't know okay I don't know yeah because I was curious I was like obviously we Osgur's smart enough to not just trust his cousin's word. So I was like, I just assumed it was like in writing and the signing over of like the restaurant and stuff. So I was just curious like how it still worked out that she got arrested. So maybe, yeah, maybe it was one of the other two that reported it just to be mm-hmm. like, I want to cover my butt. And so I'm taking everybody down I can. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, maybe it was Irem. Yeah. Because she is a woman scorned, you know, yeah. and she got upset that Sardar was so mm-hmm. bothered, hot and bothered Ooh. about Esgi potentially getting her in this situation. You're so maybe right. it was her who made the report. Because one thing I've learned from Turk Dizzy is that anybody can make a report, quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, they totally can. Like, anyone can file a complaint about all this. And it's so funny because – like, you know, in EK, it's with the whole um, – it's with the whole, you know, uh, John punching Fabri and, um, yeah, like – and then all of a sudden the cops just show up and, like, arrest him right away. Same thing with this. Like, obviously, Eski was reported as siphoning, you know, private mm-hmm. information and boom, here they are to arrest her. So, anyhow. Exactly. I'll, you know, it's – and they – Somehow they both wind up in jail, I'm guessing, because Osgur like, jumps to her defense. And so he probably gets thrown in jail, too, for um, disturbing the peace or who knows, because they both are in a jail mm-hmm. cell in the fragment. Um, and then – so we have that and then also a bachelor party and what looks like might be a proposal. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we've got a range of things happening next week yeah. or actually <laughs> by the time you're hearing this, it's probably today that it's airing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious how we get from point A to B to C mm-hmm. next week. So yeah, it'll anyhow. be a wild ride, no doubt. Absolutely. So uh, that's it for uh, volume 12. I, again, I am really curious where everything's headed because it's like, we're just I think you said it when we were, like, texting. Like, we've got a train headed straight to, like, HEA land with all of our couples right now. And, yeah. um, you know, it's been it's been interesting to see because I like that it's – the couples are getting together. Now, you know, we did have some back and forth with John, Sue, and Levant. But, like, like with Denise and Ozon, with Eski and Osger, like, they're together. And it's like, okay, we're in and we're committed. So mm-hmm. – um, I appreciate that. And they're working through stuff like together, uh, which is really nice to see. So I am going to read really quick from Laura in our group. She um, 
She said, I have a theory forming after this episode. By Yonlish is very much about letting go of the past to choose and embrace the present and the future and what will actually make you happy. It's not actually about right versus wrong. It's not about black versus white. Um, But she says, like Ozge said in that interview, Ozge recently did an interview. Um, And she says, the happy characters have done this. The main six, Navium and Unal, Savium and Feetna, at least for now anyway, Emery with his ex, um, the unhappy ones are clinging onto something in the past, whether it was positive for them at the time or not. Tolga, Sardar, Gizem, Irem, Soner. Ozger let go of Lagabia, which links to so much hard work to his father, to a life he was enjoying, because as he told Emre, he recognizes what is really important. And he will act to keep and protect that, whether it's easy or not. And she said, maybe I'm reading too much into this. Um... And she's like, and future episodes may prove me wrong, but if I'm right and it's a conscious decision from the writers, then I really, really love it. That is a really good point. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see that being a conscious decision. Yes. Especially because we've already seen um, the – not implication. What am I thinking? The right. implementation right. of the astrological signs into their personalities. Mm-hmm. So it would really make sense that – as a general theme of the show that they would follow with those as well yeah That's so really cool uh-huh and then we've gotten an email recently i'm just going to read a portion of it um from a dr Preeti in india and dr Preeti wrote to tell us that basically like she had uh found turkish soap operas recently and she's a huge admirer of our podcast which was very mm-hmm. sweet um and she's very much enjoying Bayanlish right now. And she said, you know, I've lo- she's lo- she loved the astrological characteristics that we talked about uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And she said, I love the astrological characteristics. And she says, the growth of these two characters is amazing. From strangers to friends to soulmates, it's a very refreshing scenario in a Turkish show. The protagonists are talking, sharing. There's not lies between them. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, cuddling and kissing. I'm very speechless. Um, she says, John and Ozge uh, in Bayanlish have been very comforting to watch, like a real couple. And I was like, you know, that's a really good point. And it kind of supports what Laura was saying. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's not these secrets. They're being grownups in grownup relationships. It's about like – taking on things together not just as something gets thrown your way oh here's something to tear us apart like so it yeah it's not following those typical turk dz tendencies right it's like one thing goes wrong and the couple is absolutely ripped to shreds right so and yeah that's a really good point they do they have such a comfort like we talked about that a lot Mm -hmm. just about the two of them you can tell they're really comfortable with each other yeah really familiar with each other and I think that's really showing on screen with the couple that they are there, too. I agree. So uh, I just wanted to share those because I liked that. And I thought probably there's already a lot of listeners who maybe already feel that way. Or maybe it would be kind of like a light bulb moment for them like it was for me when I read those. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. anyhow, thank you guys for sticking with us this week while we talked about that. Uh, we'll be back next week, of course, with Bionlish 13 and Early next week, we'll have uh, Essential Kapama Volume 11 for you. 
But uh, yeah, find us on social media. It's all linked in the episode notes. Thank you so much for all of your ratings and reviews on the different podcast platforms. We appreciate that so, so much. Um, And yeah, just thank you for sticking around with us. So uh, we'll see you guys next time. (laughs) Shooters. Oh, shit, girl.